Yo, 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 welcome to season one, episode six, Super Bomberman. Tony, how you doing, bro? I'm just good, dog. Let's do this. Come on, motherfucking beast ride. Homie, welcome to the east side, where the killers reside. We playing world games, please hide. Ain't no signs of peace, so fuck a peace line, we ride. But shots from the car seat, or maybe hang it to your neck and broke, choke you with a step of throat. That's how I kill a motherfucker in a heartbeat on a dark street. I'm a motherfucking beast. I'm a motherfucking beast ride. Keep it three, five, seven in the Levi's. When the beef fries, house gang hoodie is the these guys. Look in these eyes, last thing you gon' see when the heat flies. Yo, is it be dumb or is it the city we from? Got us killing each other over these bread rubs. You fuck with me, it's gonna be cranberry and 151. That's murder battles, red rubs. I done seen a nigga double with the pistol bullet coming out the window of a rental situation. Just a real little kids are getting caught up in the middle when they kill it's accidental. Yeah, that's why I'm keeping a pistol. Matter of fact, capture my enemy, kidnap him, slap him in the back of the infinity band. Down at the master identity, it starts bad like Charles Manson. I'm absent in innocence. Fight back, attack me with energy. Fight back to add to your injury. When I write raps, you have to have a bachelor's in chemistry. Or a master's in math to be in the actual vicinity to pass me a mentally to match my agility from Aspen to Italy. I have the ability to send you after the Trinity like death when it's after the Kennedys. Tony, let's fucking go, man. Let's do it. It's a huge episode this week. I want to make a huge announcement for the podcast. All the merch is going to be out today. The podcast is going to be out today. We got a huge show to discuss. Rick Ross versus 2 Chains. Tony, I know you're going to love this. Bobby Smurder parole hearing. Let's go, dog. Two I'm weeks away, August right. 17th. We also got a big surprise. Me and you were talking about this last week. Future Lil Uzi. Dropped two songs literally right after we recorded. <laughs> I told you they would drop eventually. 100%. And I got a huge surprise for the guests this week. I got one of the best lyricists of all time coming on the show today, King Crooked. For you to, for you guys that don't know him, he's in, he was in Slaughterhouse. He was on Eminem's last album. He was signed to Death Row Records. Um, more than excited to bring him on the show. And I really appreciate him even giving me the opportunity to interview him. Tony, we're going to go over the albums that are coming out tonight, the singles, like I said, 2 Chains vs. Ross, our rappers to look out for, and who we need new music from immediately. Facts. Let's start it off, Tony. Albums coming out tonight. I know you're going to love this, Tony. Blame It On Baby, Deluxe. You know, I was like looking at the track listing for it, and I played a few songs off of it. And I'm not going to lie to you, like, some of it sounds the same, but... Oh my God, finally you admit it. No, some of it sounds the same. I can admit that some of his music sounds the same. I'm 100%. just saying, though, that he does have versatility and that, like, if it works, why fix it, you know? Yeah, also on that album, he's got features from Gunna and Young Thug on the Deluxe. Tony, I'm excited when I see this. Pray for Love Deluxe, Rod Wave. Oh, yeah, definitely. Pain. 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 <laughs> All pain music. I could take that all the time. New songs with Lil Baby and Yo Gotti on that album. Okay. Don't ever say you can take it all the time again. All right. Go ahead. Continue. Tony, don't ever <laughs> talk to me like that ever again. You fucking cuck. <laughs> Top Shotta, the album by NLE Choppa. Tony, what do you expect from this? I already listened. It's hard. I fucks with uh, NLE Choppa, dog. He's a young nigga. He's coming up, bro. I fucks with him. He's got features from Roddy Rich, Lil Baby. And your boy, Chief Keef. Chief Keef. Told you, dog. We need more Chief Keef out here. Yo, new Little Keith album, Tony. Trapped on Cleveland 3. He's got Young Thug on it, Lil Baby, Travis Scott, Ty Dollar Sign, Young Thug, 42 Doug. What are you expecting? That lineup's crazy. He's got a crazy lineup for features. I listened to some of that album, too. And 100%. That shit was hard as fuck as well. I'm excited for this album, Tony. I'm a huge Burner fan. 
the Warning album by Armin and Burner. They got features from Dave East, Wiz Khalifa, Be Real, and Styles P. Yeah. I mean, that, that feature list is like a different kind of features. You know what I mean? It's not like the people that we see getting features a lot on albums besides like Wiz and maybe Dave East a little bit, but his style definitely fits those features. 100%. And when whenever Burner and Be Real come together, classic. They got all the Prohibition albums. Styles P's got a collab album with. Shout out Styles P. Shout out The Locks. Yeah, Burner's hard, bro. I've been fucking with him for like a minute ago when Wiz first started like doing shit with him. Oh, I love Burner. All right, let's go over the singles that are coming out tonight. Tony, I'm more than excited for this one. You know how I feel about Juice World. XO and 999 linking up, Tony. Juice World in the weekend. Smile. Song was fire. Amazing. It was an amazing song. I've been waiting for this collab for a long time. I hope the weekend's next album is more music like this. 100%. Tony, I'm so excited about this. Grisalda. Conway the Machine from Grisalda. And one of my favorite rappers of all time, Method Man on a song. Song's called Lemon. It's a great name for a song. 100%. Oh, Tony, you're about to be in your bag here. J.I. the Prince and Nav featuring Lil Durk, Painless 2. I was hyped about this because like when I saw it come up um, on his track listing featuring Lil Durk, I was like, it just made the song way harder. And then Nav, like I know a lot of people hate on Nav like we talked about before, but like he showed up on this song and he killed it. 100%. Another Grisalda member. Tony, this is a great week for me. Don Q featuring my favorite Gazalda member, Benny the Butcher, Legends. Hard, Tony, hard. Uh, here we go, Tony. Your boy, young, young boy never broke again, all in. Of course, bro. He's been dropping music. Like, every week, every all the week. time. I'm always tuned in. 100%. And I like this song personally also. It's a different flow from him. I like this. You're starting to listen to some NBA, dog. Yo, I always listen to NBA. Yeah, I'm just, just like, not as sold as you are. All right, well, give it time. I understand. Two chains to Lil Wayne, legendary combo, moneymaker. What are you expecting from that, Tony? I'm expecting like a club hit. 100%. Rick Ross, pin to the cross. Some halfway pain music. <laughs> I fucks with Ross. 100%. Tony, I love this. Let's do it. Two Chains versus Rick Ross. What were you expecting when you heard this announced? I mean, like we talked about last week, like I was expecting a good battle because they both have a lot of hits. I saw on Twitter that a lot of people were saying that Two Chains was washing Ross, but I don't know, man. I feel like it's it's pretty even. A hundred percent. And going into this, I saw everyone on all social media saying. Rick Ross was going to wash 2 chains, And I knew in the back of my head, a lot of people don't know how much music 2 chains actually has. Mm -hmm. Especially even before he was 2 chains when he was Teddy Boy. He went toe-to-toe -to -toe with Ross, bro. Of course he did. Go and get your money, little duffel bag boy. <laughs> like. No, 100%. And Tony, I think it was a very close matchup. But I give Ross a W when he pulls out the song Famous by Rihanna and Kanye. On Kanye's, what was that, The Life of Pablo? Yeah, I think so. His on-release verse, Tony. 
It's kind of it's kind of like cheating though, you know what I mean? Because like, it, it, did Two Chains even know that was a thing? Like you can put out like unreleased verses. I'm sure Two Chains has some crazy unreleased verses. What I will give to Ross though, and I saw a lot of people saying this on social media too, is like his beat selection. Like he might be one of the best to ever like pick beats. Like all of his beats hit. He makes sure that he picks beats that complement his flow. A hundred percent. And like I said with the last battle, Snoop Dogg and DMX, like. These, when they happen on Instagram Live, it's just a win for everyone involved. Win for Ross, win for Chains, win for me, win for anyone that watched it. Just having two people with that solid of music and longevity in the game, it's just an honor to watch it. Yeah, I also think, like, Rick Ross, like, the music he makes is, like, he, the, this is what I'm talking about with his beats. Like, his songs, bro, like, is the shit you could put on when you're in an old fucking Buick dog makes you feel like you're in a fucking Maybach. Like, it's just luxurious. You know what I mean? And then 2 Chains makes that music that's just like, you're gonna be hyped. You know what I mean? 100%. And also, Ross has all that MMG shit, bro. Facts. He's got Meek. He's got Wale. Fat Trail. Lil Snoop. Shit was hard, bro. Tony, this week, this is going to be the favorite part of my show. Usually it's the music, but personally for me, this interview with King Crooked, I couldn't be more excited. Oh, I know. I know you're peaking right now. Just Oh, I'm peaking. I'm, I can't wait to call him. Let's get it out the way, dog. 100%. I'm going to give him a call. Yo, Crook, what's good, big bro? What's good, man? Yo, I can't see your face on this shit. Oh, what's good, big bro? How you doing? I'm all right. How you? You good? Yeah, I'm good. Yo, I just want to thank you personally, bro. Uh, you're one of my favorite rappers of all time. Uh, it's an honor to have you on the podcast. And I just want uh, everyone listening to know exactly like who we are talking to. This is King Crook. He's a rapper from Long Beach, California. Uh, he was once signed to Death Row Records. He was in Slaughterhouse, sh- signed to Shady Records. Um, how you doing, big bro? I'm good, man. How about yourself? You alright? Yeah, I'm doing good. Uh, so basically, on my podcast, I want it to be different because I know rappers don't like doing interviews like that, especially unless it's like an album rollout or whatever. But uh, I just want to know, like, first, what like made you love hip hop, like? Because everyone's a fan of hip-hop, you know what I'm saying? Like, especially you, I follow you on Twitter, like, you're always talking about hip-hop, even what's hot, and I just want to know what made you love it, and, like, who you personally are listening to now, like, even if it's someone, like, that might surprise the people listening. Uh, man, I just fell in love with hip-hop when I was young, man, I was a kid, and, um, you know, my mom used to play all the old-school rappers around the house, my older brother started playing all the old-school jams around the house, you know, and I just fell in love with it, man. It became part of the culture. I sucked it up, you know, whether that be rapping, beatboxing, doing graffiti, every element of hip hop, I just embraced it. You know what I mean? And uh, um, it's just, it's the culture, man. It's, it's, it's a way of life, man. And uh, it's a, it, a lot of people say hip hop saved my life. It's true, man. You know what I mean? Yeah. It saved a lot of lives, you know what I'm saying? So I love hip hop. I love the culture. I feel like after all these years, I'm a guardian of the culture. And, uh, 
Yeah, man. I just want to spread it around. I want I want everybody to feel how I feel about it. You feel me? A hundred percent. And I think uh, personally, like me, a person who loves hip hop and like researches hip hop, will listen to anyone that like I think's good or has lyrics. And like for you, when I look at your career, it's one of the most interesting careers I, I think of any artist, especially like your longevity, like you're still relevant at your age. And um, like, it's just so many chapters, like just like the death row chapter. Like, I think a lot of people don't even know that. I mean, a lot of people know. If you know hip-hop, you know. But, like, people my age, like, I'm 25. You know what I'm saying? Like, I right. told I told people I was interviewing you, and they were like, they, like, know who you are. And then I was like, yo, did you know he was on Death Row Records? And, like, they have no idea. And that's the first time I heard you, like, on that, on that, on the Pac album. Mm. Yeah, I mean, Death Row Records, man. You know, I, I have had a... a, a uh, a career, man. It's been crazy, you know what I mean? Um, Death Row Records was a chapter. It was cool, you know what I'm saying? Being over there with Suge, over there with Corrupt, Lisa Left Eye, Lopez, you know, Eastwood. It was dope. I mean, you know, we just trying to get it, man. Suge, I went over there, um, you know, I'm from Long Beach, so I was, I was able to sit in the studio with Snoop Dogg and Tupac and people like that, you know what I mean, in the Dog Pound and Nate Dogg, rest in peace. I was able legends. to sit around these masters and these legends when I was a teenager, you know what I mean? And, and soak up games. So um, I was blessed. Uh, so eventually, Suge was just like, you know, I was buzzing around town. He was like, yo, I want to sign Crook. He was doing time in the penitentiary. He was in Mule Creek Penitentiary in California. And um, I went up to the pen to go go visit him. And we just basically nailed the, the contractual agreement right there. We went through all the terms. You know what I mean? And um, at this point in his sentence, he could have contact visits. So we walked around the yard a little bit. They had this little enclosed yard. We walked around it. We talked about music. We talked about business. We talked about life goals. And I said, yo, I'm going to do this. Next thing you know, I had a death row chain on, brand new bins and a new house. My life is different. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for real. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. And, um... I want to know this personally because I'm I'm a huge fan of yours. I was a, I'm a huge Slaughterhouse fan, huge Eminem fan. I want to know were you? I know you got signed to Shady Records and so like Slaughterhouse did, but I just want to know how it came like you and Eminem working together because you are on his latest album. You ripped it on that. I'm not gonna lie, that shit's fire. Thanks, man. Hey, thank you, bro. Yeah, you know, shout out, shout out Slaughterhouse, shout out Marshall. Um, yeah, man, just uh. You know, when we came together and we created Slaughterhouse, man, well, the fans created Slaughterhouse. Yeah, I know. We didn't, we didn't create Slaughterhouse. The fans did, you know. Um, when that happened, uh, we put out an album, self-titled, on a, on a label called Koch, which is now E1. And uh, we kind of we had a feeling that M would be interested, me and Royce. See, me and Royce, we already had a plan. Before we signed to Shady, we said, hey, man, Shady Records would be the perfect place for Slaughterhouse. So we were like, yo, let's make that happen. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, but once we did the album for Koch, um, M bought a copy of the album, and he said that he was just blown away by the lyricism, the, the level of skill. And when he heard The One, which was our first single, he felt like, oh, shit, these dudes know how to go hard lyrically, but they also know how to make 
crossover sounding, you know, radio type vibe. You know, they could do whatever. So he called us up, man. You know, I had Paul Rosenberg call us up and we sat down, talked to him. And the process was cool, man, because him is one of the greatest of all time. Let's not get it twisted. 100%. And um, it was a cool process because, you know, we hadn't even signed all the way yet. And we were... We were standing behind him in the Forever video. You know what I'm saying? Now, Forever, for those who go back and watch it, it's the joint with him, Kanye, Drake, Lil Wayne. You know what I'm saying? Um, Hype Williams did the video. If you look at him when he's rapping, we're standing right behind him. But people didn't know that because they didn't know that, you know, we were going to sign the Shady at that time. It was like a surprise. And then um, we actually signed our contracts when we did the uh, 2.0 double XL magazine cover with all of us and Eminem on the cover, that shoot, we actually signed our contracts at the shoot. And he gave us a $20 bill and was like, here you guys go. This is in advance. And everybody was like, what the <laughs> fuck is this shit? <laughs> that's fucking funny, bro. <laughs> but you know, M, that's how M is. He always, you know, cracking jokes and, and having fun, so he'd give us the 20. I'm like, I'm gonna take that. And I had all the guys sign it, had him sign it, and I was like, yo, this $20 bill's gonna go down in history, you know what I'm saying? So, um, but all jokes aside, man, we signed to Shady, and you know, working with him is just like being in the locker room with one of the greats, you know? It's like it's like being in the NBA and you in the locker room with Kobe Bryant, you in the locker room with Magic Johnson, you in the locker room with Larry Bird or, or Michael Jordan, you know? Um, he, he definitely respects the skill level, um, but the things that he was able to teach us as far as, you know, him going to different levels in his career was very valuable to us, you know what I mean? Um, it was it's great, man. You know, I, I I got nothing but good things to say about my homie Marshall, man. For sure. And yo, I want to ask you this personally. I see you do it on uh, Instagram. Like I've been in it myself. Um, how you do? Like, is it on Thursday or Tuesday? The sober, the sober live you do. I usually do it on Saturdays, but I just pick any day. Um, like I'm gonna do it tomorrow. Actually, man, we are gonna have sober house Sunday. You know, so everybody, man, get ready for Sober House Sunday. Let's get in there, talk, exchange some good vibes, listen to some stories, inspire each other, support each other, you know, that type of good thing. And I think that's really inspiring for, like, people. Like, obviously, like, when I know you, like, you're, like, one of my favorite rappers, you know what I'm saying? But then when, like, I see you on that live and then, like, you bring others in, it makes it, like, more of, like, a, I guess for people that aren't famous, like, more of, like, a human experience, you know what I'm saying? And, like, I'm in recovery myself, so, like, every time I see that on, bro, like, I'm at work right now. I'm working in a sober living right now while I'm doing this. So, oh, that's dope, man. Yeah. Hey, that's, hey, congratulations on that. That's dope. Listen, man, they try to leave us out, man. I've been sober for, like, four years. It's a change now. Congratulations. You know it be five years in February, so almost four and a half years. And um, they try to leave us out of hip-hop sometimes, you know what I mean? Because hip-hop is all about pop. Popping the pills and smoking weed and drinking and you know it's, it's it's sex, drugs and rock and roll. I mean, I'm not judging. I'm not mad. I'm just saying that's what it is. And sometimes I start feeling like, hey man, the sober community in hip hop, we got to pay attention to that community. You know what I mean? For sure. Because they represent, they 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 fuck, they they support, 
And you know what I'm saying? We, we need to support them and what they're doing. So, boom, Sober House, man, you know what I mean? And I can't wait to do it tomorrow because it's been a minute since I've done it. I've been so busy, but I got I told the people on Twitter I was going to do it tomorrow. I got to be a man of my word and get it cracking, you know? 100%. I'm going to definitely be in there myself. Um, and in. The last thing I want to ask you about, bro, the, the album you dropped with Joel Ortiz, Hard. Yes, sir. Bro, like, I don't, the only thing I know what to say about it is the name of the album. That shit's hard, bro. Hey, I appreciate it, man. And by the way, man, you you work at a sober living house? I'm in LA, bro, in a sober living house right now. That's dope, man. You know what I'm saying, dog? I like to visit some of those sometime, man, in the future when this COVID, you know, goes away, man. I like to come through and talk to people, man, and just share some of my stories with people, man. Um, but, uh, yeah, that's dope. Um, yeah, but hard, hard man. Um, Housing Authority Rap District, man. Like, for people, like, what is that that acronym? So what it is is, you know, Housing Authority is like low-income housing. Like, you, when you're poor or you're raised in poverty or whatnot, you live in a low-income part of the community. But the low-income part got a lot of love there. It's a lot of good things there. It's a lot of rawness and a lot of realness and a lot of truth. So, you know, when you get done popping bottles and riding on yachts with all the other rappers, you know what I mean? You make a stop into the Housing Authority Rap District, that's me and Joel. You go hear the gutter, the grimy, you know what I mean? The, the wordplay, the syllable flow, the metaphors, the similes, the punchlines, the boom bad beats, the hard beats, all that, man. So, yeah, it was just a great experience, you know, bringing that vision to life. And like I always say, man, friend of the Godson, rest in peace. Fred the Godson was at the was at the lab for almost every single day that we recorded that album, and he he passed away after uh, getting the coronavirus COVID nineteen. So people, please believe it's real out there. I know it's a lot of conspiracies. I know some of these doctors are lying about who got it and who don't. I know it's a lot of government agendas, but the virus is real, and you know Fred, rest his soul. He was there, and that uh, project will always be special to me and to Joel because Fred was in the building. You know what I mean? Yeah, hundred percent. That project just with his presence, man. So yeah, man, hard. Everybody go get that so we can make a part two one day. A hundred percent. And yo, I just wanted to talk about the song on it. This is my favorite song on it, and I love how you and uh, Joel did this, where it goes from New York to like Long Beach. You know what I'm saying, bro? When I first yeah. heard Caddy Bump. Yes. And just the, the flow on it at first, like I was in my car, just threw it on shuffle. I'm driving. And like for like 10 seconds, I had to rewind it. I was like, yo, is Snoop Dogg on this shit? You know? <laughs> and, then, and then I played it and I was like, no, like this is this is just you. And I was like, yo, this shit's hard. And it's set, like it rep represents Long Beach so well. Man, thank you, my brother. Yeah, man. Ill Mind did that joint, man. You know, it was... I had to take him to Cali, man. I was I was a little homesick. We recorded in the Heatmaker Studio where they do all the dipset music. You know what I'm saying? And uh, it was a it, it was real East Coast, real New York. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, I'm feeling homesick. And when I heard that beat that Ilmai had, I was like, Yo, let's take him to the West Coast one time. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, for real. And, and we did Wolves for Brooklyn, and, and it was just dope, man. I I love rapping with my guy Joel Ortiz, man. Shout out to him. Um, we'll probably do another hard. We'll probably do another. Yeah. And, uh, I just want everyone on the podcast listening to, uh, check your shit out. Also, uh, Crook's Corner. I love that, man. 
seeing you and I mean, I watched the one with you and M, obviously, but I've watched other ones like and just seeing two artists sit down together and like discuss hip hop. And like even when you and M were talking about like how the lyrics are like if you look at them on a piece of paper, like just the metaphors and shit, it's just like it's just insane to someone like me how like you guys can even like produce that. And then like maybe not so much M, but like you yourself, like I don't know how you're not like one of the biggest artists like of all time you know what i'm saying hey man listen as long as people like you keep supporting me i'm good as long as you know they they come out with these lists they try to leave me off and then you know marshall comes with his list and he puts me on there because, i saw that you know it's 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 because we understand what it takes to do what i do and what it what it takes to do what he does you know what i mean like sometimes we got to leave the list making to people like Marshall to, to let the goats make the list. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, that that's, that's just iller. That's way better. They, they know, they know this game. They know the technical stand, you know, parts of rapping and writing and all that delivery and performance. Like him has seen me on every level. He understands that, you know, Oh yeah, that's one of them ones. And I appreciate it because it opens doors you know, for other people to understand what I'm doing because sometimes you're ahead of your time, sometimes you're right on time. I mean, being from the West, my brother, it's not easy for super lyricists, you know what I mean? Because everybody wants, you know, they're, they're just very used to a more simplistic, easy-to-digest rap, rap style. They're just they're used to it, you know? So when I've always been fighting against that, you know what I mean? Like, yo, not everybody raps the same over here, you know what I mean? But... It's been a great career, man. I'm in the war room right now. I got the greats looking over me. You know what I'm saying? It's so I'm, sick. I'm just, yeah. Man, no, I'm, I'm lounging. You know, I, we might bring some of this back. You Yo. Feel me? Oh. <laughs> you know oh, my God. And, and get it cracking. But, no, nah, I appreciate you, man. I appreciate you having this form, this this uh, platform for, for real rappers to come through and holler. It's dope. I appreciate that, bro. And I appreciate you so much coming on the podcast. Um this is a dream come true for me, bro, to even have you on. And um, I'll definitely send you my info after this. And uh, I'll send you the DM, especially when the corona's over. I'm in L.A. I'm not far from Long Beach. So, like, I, I would love to have you come through and uh, share your story and help others. That'd be dope. Yeah, do that for sure, my brother. You I appreciate And keep going, man. You know what I'm saying? Keep going. Let me know where this airs, where it's going to be at, whatever. I'll shoot the link, you know, I'll shoot, I'll shoot it to Marshall and Royce and them too, you know, so they can check it out. Yo, I um, appreciate that. Yeah, without a doubt, my brother. You be good, man. Peace. Yo, you too, brother. All righty. Outro. I think people need to understand, Tony, how big of a legend that King Crooked is in this game. I mean, I think... A lot of people who haven't listened to him yet need to check him out immediately. 100%. He's one of the best lyricists of all time. Sign of Shady Records. I mean, there's not really much more to say. And uh, it was just an honor to have him on the show, man. Facts. All right, Tony. It's time for what we do best, Tony, the music. Let's go. You ready for this? Always ready, dog. First song we're gonna review tonight, Tony. Smile, Juice World, featuring the weekend. The song's a gas. This song is way overdue, Tony. Just play for the These people. These two hundred percent. Yeah. 
This is a banger, Tony. I love this song. Me too. What's your rating? 9.4. 9.4? That's hard to argue with, Tony. That's a fair score. It's a super fair score. I'm going to go 9.6 on this, man. I've been waiting more than five years to hear them come together. Well, you just got your dream come true. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I think they should drop more music together. Even though Juice is gone, they should have they should have had the weekend on his album. And I hopefully they have him on the next one. Yeah, I think we'll hear a lot more like releases from uh features with Juice World just from the songs that he has and I'm sure from what I've seen he's had like a lot of music that's unreleased, so I'm sure a lot of them like they might just take those tracks and like add features to them as they go, mattering on whoever's still controlling his music, how they want to put things together. Next song, Tony, Conway the Machine featuring Method Man. When I see them come together, all I expect from both of them is lyrics. And that's the reason I started following hip hop. That's the reason I love hip hop. You know me. Uh, You're expecting like, greatness. 100%. And with all the. The new rap, I put, obviously Method Man isn't in the category that the people our age are that are making music, most of them. I like this. You're starting to put people in categories. Well, I mean, dude, we had crooked on the show just, today. I mean, like, okay. I'd put... Categories are okay, man. Yeah, but listen, bro. I put lyricists in a whole different category. Yeah, yeah, categories. It's okay. It's a good thing. I know it's okay. Don't tell me I'm, what it is. I'm telling you right now, it's, it's a good thing. Yeah, it is a good thing. I know. That's why I'm saying it. Tony, I'm not going to go just back and play. forth just with you play, about great music. Just press, just press play. Tell them to stay dangerous. Auntie hit that stem, almost fainted. Fiends love me in every ghetto, nigga, I'm famous. Had some young boys pull up, do you heinous? Let me squeeze, let me squeeze. Let me squeeze, let me squeeze. Capone and Noriega watching CNN. Black whip, black tent, y'all ain't seeing it. It's kind of mess, spread the word, boy, you're seeing them. No seeing them, these rappers in the scope, you're never seeing Tony. That beat was so hard. Everything about this song's hard. I know, but you know me as someone who makes music and, like, listens to, like, the beat. Before, like, when I'm listening to music... It's a, like a whole thing to me, you know what I mean? Like I need to hear the beat, the person, whatever. But like the beat is what really sticks out for me before I even hear people. What are you giving this one to ten? A nine point two. I agree with that. If we're going off lyrics, man, I'm, I'm going with a, a nine point three. I'm gonna one up you on this one, but people need to look out for Gazalda, man. They're. They're coming up and they're coming quick. I think one Grisalda's a problem, man, and they're gonna be the one of the best rap groups of all time. Like I said last week, I can I'm comparing them to the Locks. You know how I feel about them, Tony. Facts. I mean, I'm excited to see 
what they do from here on out. 100%. And they got Shady Records behind them. They're all dropping solo shit. Uh, stay on the lookout for Gazalda. Everything I've heard them on has been good. Oh, it's been amazing. Yeah. Tony, here we go. This was one of the artists you shouted out for people to look out for. And I just want to shout you out real quick, Tony. You are the hip-hop villain. We don't agree on everything, which makes both our point of views good for the show. But I have to give credit when credit's due. J.I. the Prince. You told everyone to look out for him. I knew who he was. I was listening to him. But the shit he's dropping lately... It's fire. 100%. Yeah. That's what the people hear. The song, this is the song. It's called Painless 2. Featuring Nav and Lil Durk. Roof you, them old heads got a young nigga, cause they know them young niggas shooting too. Yeah, yeah. Got rich, can't believe this shit. Two money counters on the kitchen counter, walk in, she know I'm lit. Got six rings, feeling like a champion, I cover my fist. Bringing demons out the play, girl, connect with me, Ani. Tony. That I heard he liked that song originally, but like putting those two on there, especially since they all use autotune, like They're perfecting the autotune on the song. It's a banger. I'm gonna go eight point eight. I'm gonna go nine point four. Why you say 9.4? That's just like a personal score, I guess, because like, I've already listened to the song a lot, and I listened to it with Dirk on it and then with Nav on it, and like, I really like this song, so for me, it's just gotten better every time. I'm not going to argue with that, bro. And J.I., he has his own flow. I would just want to ask you this. Is he another New York rapper that's... He kind of reminds me of A Boogie. I'll give you that. I mean, I could see how people can say that, but, like, here's the thing. When it comes to, like, New York artists, like, you have artists that are really on that, like, uh, like trap flow right now, and then you have who else besides, like, A Boogie that's really doing, like, that music sound, you know, like, of, like, like singing almost, you know? Like, J.I. makes, like... He has some club songs. He has some... um. Most of his music's like sad boy music, you know what I mean? But like with some hood shit, you know? And like he's got his own wave right now and like he's heating up. Yeah, and it's like him and A Boogie, like I put them in... I mean, A Boogie's obviously a way bigger artist, but I put them kind of in like a same lane, not exactly the same category. But this is why I'm so excited for Bobby Smarter to come home. Absolutely. I'd be interested to see what a mixtape with them two together on it would sound like, A Boogie and J.I. That would be crazy for New York. Oh, absolutely. And I think with Bobby coming home, like you have, so you have the A Boogie, the J.I., and on the other side, it's like more drill music. Oh, when Bobby comes home, bro, like. And Rowdy. Don't forget Rowdy. I can't forget Rowdy. But when, when they come home, bro, like shit's going to change. I hope 6 9s enjoying his little fucking run right now. <laughs> Let's not get into this, Tony. I'm not. I'm just I saying. don't need to hear the 30-minute rant. It's not a 30-minute rant, man. She's like, we don't support that shit, dog. Period. 100%. Period. We have nothing else to say about it on this yeah, show. That's, that's it. Next song, Tony. NBA Youngboy. All in.
Let's go. For my daddy to come home, pray he get up here. Hope he come take me away, get me from all for these pills. And come get me from all for this drink before my kidneys they fill. Tell my son and make me calm, I don't know what I'm doing. Tell my girl, these hoes can't make me calm, I only want her to do it. Ten lines straight, going on ten days, my body ain't got no fluid. Please, oh, please don't die trying. On the road, all the long stops and the shot ties are unjudgmental. 824 white bottle, am up where they live my name. What I love about NBA Youngboy, bro, is like when you listen to his music, like whether he's making one of the joints where he's just going hard, like spitting, or if he's making music where he's on his pain shit, like either way, like the shit he's saying, like you can feel that this fool is like really about it. You know what I'm saying? Like all his music is like pretty consistent and he's pretty young and he's like made such a big like... He's really young. He's made such a big influence though so far. Like I feel like if he... As long as he doesn't get locked up or, like, you know, anything bad happens to him, like, he's going to be in the game for a while. What are you giving it for a rating? I'm going to – see, this is – I'm going to give it a rating that's, like, a little lower just because, like, I am a young boy fan and, like, I want to say that, like, I listen to, like, a lot – pretty much all his music that he puts out. So, for me, this is, like, kind of like a filler song. You know, like, kind of like an anime where, like, there's, like, these little filler episodes. Like, this is, like, a filler song, you know? And yeah. I, he released some other joints that were really hard this week. I'm going to give this one, like, an 8.9. Tony, this song isn't that good. Is that how you I, feel? Okay. I get you love him, but, like, he has so many better songs. Absolutely, no. But, like, he makes different kinds of songs. So, like, for this kind of song, like, it wasn't bad. I'm not saying it's... Complete garbage. Where What's like, your rating, man? 7.1. I think that's... Is that my lowest rating on the show? Go to the next song, man. No, I'm just trying to figure that out. I don't know, man. I don't keep track of you. Go to the next you're song. You're that upset about it? I'm not even upset. Just go to the next song, man. Uh, you're salty because that's your man's. Absolutely not. I don't give two shits what scores you give. I'm just saying. All that preface to just give it that score, just give it that score next <laughs> Tony, I'm going to bring it back one week for this song. All right. All right. Over Your Head, Lil Uzi and Future. Supposed to come out last week. We're going to review it last week. We've had a whole week to listen to it. Let's get a snippet. Tony, this is a deadly combination. Future was in his bag on that song. 100%. But when they come together, they they don't miss ever. Oh, I know. I mean, it's too... Baby Pluto. Ever since 7 million. They're it's not Pluto and soon. Baby Pluto. They're not going to miss anytime soon. When are they just going to drop an album, man? They probably will soon, man. They you think these hype. are two songs off an album? Or at least a tape? Maybe. I hope so. What are you giving a rating for? I'm going to give it a 9.1. For them two coming together, I really enjoy the song. But... 
Eight point eight, Tony. Okay, yeah, no, I'm fair. getting strict on these ratings now, Tony. That's fair. It's just at this point, it's just not near seven million. I get it. It's a totally different flow. A little too much auto tune too. Okay, I get it. That's fair. Like when I, I don't think Uzi needs as much auto tune as he uses. I think he proved that on No Auto with Derek on his album. But. I mean, anything that those two drop, I'm going to listen to regardless. I just think it's not their best work together. Well, hopefully it's part of an album and we'll get other songs. Maybe those are just two that they want to put out off it. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to argue with that. Next song we're going to review, Tony. Rags to Riches 2. Rod Wave, Lil Baby. Pain. <laughs> so Rod Wave's the king of pain music. Pain music, bro. Harpin broke so many times. I don't know what to do. <laughs> Let's play it. Yeah. Rags to riches. 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 he hit that note dog <laughs> he's such a good singer i know bro i fucks with that shit but he sings about the hood and pain pain Rod Wave deserves everything, bro. He's so good. <laughs> he literally deserves everything he gets. Like, that feature, that's a huge feature for, for him right now, especially how hot Lil Baby is. I'm going to go 9.2. We'll go 9.1. That's a fair score, Tony. Yeah, 9.1. I just think it's only going up from here for Rod Wave. I hope so, man. He deserves it, bro. He's a humble dude, too. I've seen some interviews with him, like, just trying to make his music, get his bread, and sing about pain, man. What <laughs> pain. More, what more could you want from an artist? It's just like Heart on Ice, man, will forever have a special place in my heart, you know? Oh, absolutely. Every time I get my heart broken, straight to it, you know? Oh, 100%. Next song, Tony. Blind, the baby featuring Young Thug. I, I'm not going to lie, Tony. The baby's growing on me. I know I said this last week. Every week he's on the show. I don't know how he keeps popping up, man. Like, he's not. You going love him. Fuck. At this point, he's lingering. He's not going anywhere, man. Like, and I'm not even hating him. He's lingering. It's just like he's like future. Like I see him every week. Like he's not going anywhere. No, bro. I'm telling you, his flow. Like, even though people say it's the same flow, like everyone still listens to it. It's just like, it doesn't get old at this point. I picked this song, though, off his album because it's not the same baby flow that I'm used to hearing. So let's hear it right now. Tony, 
This might be the highest rated the baby song I'm ever gonna do. I've heard this flow from him. I have not. I know you haven't. I've heard this flow from him, and I. Well, you listen he, to the baby a lot, a yeah. lot, a lot. Yeah, yeah, and and I think, um, even in the verse in the, in the part in the snippet that you played, like he even talks about being versatile and like changing up his his sound. I just needed this from him sooner. I just think when you have like a big like when you have like a label backing you, man, like if you get pop in a certain way, like they're gonna encourage you to like keep that sound for a little bit, like create a name that it no, hasn't been a little bit. I mean, bro, like if it's working though, like they're gonna keep pushing you to do that or whatever, and then like you can start experimenting afterwards. You know, I saw this with T Grizzly too. You know what I mean? Like they pushed him a lot to like keep that same flow and he tried to switch it when he switched it up it didn't it didn't like hit for him you know and on this last album he talked about it at the beginning like the first song he was like i tried to like switch it up you know what i mean and like i lost touch with like my sound and like you don't want that from an artist so like i'm glad he like took a while to do that i'm what's your rating tony i'm gonna do an 8.6 see like i love this we didn't even play young thug's part and he kills it, obviously. Obviously. Yeah. I don't even want to do this, Tony. Just do it. Just do it. I don't. Just do it. Okay. 9.3. There it is. You finally got your wish. Just like that. Heard <laughs> it here first. Uh, that doesn't hurt, but, like, it's just shocking. Yeah. Coming from me. and Higher rating than me, too. Well, yeah, I told you you need to change up the flow. He does it, and I'm going to put some respect on his name. There we go. That's all that's all that was necessary, man. I like it. All right. Last song we're going to review of the day. Armin and Burner featuring Wiz Khalifa and Be Real. The song's called Kings. Tony, when I see Burner, Wiz, and Be Real on a song, I'm so happy. I'm so excited. Let's listen to it. Tony Burners, obviously a rapper who's obviously talking about weed all the time, but he needs more respect as an MC. Yeah, I think it's hard to come in the game, and he's a grower, so I think it's hard to come into the game like already a professional in something else, and then be labeled as an MC and like kind of people looking at you past that. And I don't think it helps that a lot of his lyrics correspond with that which obviously they should you know what i mean because like he's rapping about what he really does but i think when you do that it kind of brings this thing around your name you know we're like oh he's the guy who sells Wiz khalifa weed you know yeah or he's the cookies guy yeah i just think he needs more respect on his name Wiz on this he's flowing on the beat i also want to take something back from last week the song with juicy j and Wiz. when i see i said i needed more from Wiz. I re-listened to that. He murders it. Of course he does. I don't know what I was thinking forever 
first, first questioning Wiz Khalifa. Like the first few times hearing a song though, sometimes like dude, there's been songs I've listened to for like years and never really appreciated, and then like one day I'm listening to it and I'm like, oh, when it randomly comes on years later. Yeah, and you're just like, this is actually super hard. A hundred percent. Yeah. What are you giving the rating, Tony? I'm gonna give it an eight point seven. That's fair. I'm gonna go eight point five. It's a good song, solid song. Uh, shout out to Armin too. I uh, I've been talking to him on Instagram. Hopefully we can make it happen. Get him on the show. Uh, he's really doing his thing, especially to have a whole tape with Burner and have Dave East on it. Be real, Wiz. He's doing his thing. Tony, Tony, Tony. This is the part of the show where somehow you're undefeated. I can't lie. Rappers to look out for, Tony. I'm going to say before, and you're going to do yours first, but I'm going to say before we even get to mine that the rapper that I chose is somebody who like I listen to and that has been making music for a while and probably will never get the recognition he deserves, but like he has great music. I can't disagree with that. Tony, this week I'm going... I'm sure a lot of people have heard of him. He's not a new rapper. I just like putting people on that might not know. Chef G, Brooklyn, New York. He's been doing the drill shit for a long time. He's got popping songs. He's on the drill scene. I'm going to play a snippet of the song Molly by Chef G. I could be gone by the morning, 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 so I'm keeping it on me. She says she don't love nobody. I told her I was heartless. She says she just want to party. Uh, she fuck with bosses, boy. Just watch how you be talking. You know little bro gon' spark it. Hey, pull out your camera, record it. Uh, flexing, I do this shit often. Remember back then, ain't had no money. Uh, now I got racks in my pocket. She think I'm buying her back. She gorgeous. She want Dior. I know she adore it. Take no checks, no bro. Go for it. When you got to check, your life ain't boring. Hold on, bullet. I feel like I'm Jordan. Tony, some of these New York Joe rappers are getting overlooked, man. Absolutely. I love this song. Let's hope when Smarter gets out, they're not getting overlooked anymore. Smarter's about to put New York back on, bro. Oh, I know, bro. No, like, heavy. I know. Like, once he comes out, like... I'm waiting on it. You know who's dead when he comes out? We don't even need to say the name. Everybody knows. The rat's dead, Tony, when oh, he comes out. I already know. Oh, this is... He's taking the streets back. You know what I mean? Putting some morality back into it, bro. 100%. Tony, take the floor, man. Yeah, for sure. So for Xavier Wolf, this is my artist uh, to look out for. He's actually had a name change. His name was Ethel Wolf at first um, from an old video game. If you know, you know. But uh, he started with uh, Space Ghost Perp um, and Raider Clan. Raider Clan, I listened to a lot of their music when they first came out. They were beefing with ASAP, and uh, it was actually a really good group. Shout out ASAP. <laughs> Shout out ASAP. I fucks with ASAP. Uh, it's just uh, I was really heavy on the Raider Clan shit. They had a real like 3-6 Mafia vibe to them. Um, they heated up. They had a song. Well, Space Ghost Perp had a song to start out with that was like uh, Fuck Taylor Gang. And whoa, whoa, whoa. No, but listen, listen. He had a song called Fuck Taylor Gang. On his first tape. And later down the road though. He took such influence from Juicy J. And uh, and like he was open about that. He's a great producer. And like what ended up happening was on uh, the ONFIC. I might have said that wrong. But the tape for um, 
Wiz Khalifa. No, that's the right tape. Okay, him and uh, him and Juicy J got on a song produced by Space Ghost Perp, and Space Ghost Perp was peaking. You know what I mean? Of course like he, he was, was. But he was... It's Taylor Gaynor die. Absolutely. But he was ruthless on Twitter, and uh, he lost his verification. He liked to talk shit, and he got, uh, he got deleted. He made a new account. He continued with the beef, and Raider Clan split up. Um, Xavier Wolf, this was when he started heating up was the same time that like Suicide Boys, Puya, like all of them were coming out, and everybody went their separate ways, and Xavier Wolf has continued to make music, and... I don't know. I think everyone should just go check him out. We're going to play a little snippet here of uh, his song, Thunderman. Before I play the snippet, Tony, where's Wolf from? I I know it doesn't matter when people make music, but like as a fan to me, it like obviously good music is going to get played anywhere, but I like to know where the artist is from. Wolf is from Memphis. Bet. All my niggas got It's hard, right? And you know what's funny? That fucking sample is from Silent Hill, the movie, at the end. Are you serious? Yeah, that whole sample. That's just from fucking Silent Hill, dog. When I heard it, I was peeking because I'm a big horror movie person. Oh, 100%. Shit's hard. Tony, last part of the show. One person. That's not. It's not something crazy to think about. Who you need new music from immediately? Who you got? Meek Millie. Absolutely. Meek Mill. Yeah. He's dropped too much good music, and it's been too long since he's dropped. What's it, almost two years since championships? Was that two years ago? Almost, I think. I don't know. Yeah, man. I mean, we need... It's been a while. We need some new Meek, man. We need it for the streets. Streets need it. I need it. And you just know, like, there's no possible way of disappointment. With his music. Oh, he's probably got so much in the vault right now. Who you going with this week, Tony? I'm going to go with the trap artist, bro. I'm going to go with Young Scooter. Oh! Young Scooter, dog. I need more music from him, bro. He's consistent, dude. And, and You're going to go with Scooter? I need more music from Scooter, bro. Bruh, anyone who doesn't know about Young Scooter, you need to. You need to, absolutely. His shit's... Crazy hard. I need more music, bro. The streets need it. I need street music right now. We need Meek. We need Scooter. Needs that. 100%. Yo, I just want to thank all the fans who are supporting the show. Like I said last week, Tony, like this shit's popping off way quicker than we expected. I want to shout out Krug one more time for coming on the show. He's really a legend in this hip-hop shit. And, uh... I just really appreciate him and everyone. Merch is dropping today. This is going to be out around noon, probably. California time. 3 o'clock Eastern time. Anything else you want to say, Tony? Oh, that's it, man. Let's take the people out the right way. Heart been broke so many times. 